fellow Neighbours Nerds, we are back. And better than that, you have got a whole week of us to make up for being away for so long. That's right. We are dissecting, we are discussing, and we are delving into Neighbours 35th anniversary specials, the daytime and the late spin-offs. Yeah, you've got double trouble with Neighbours, and we are honestly, honestly so excited to be back in your ears, wherever you're listening to us from around the world. We hope you've just enjoyed that special, special spin-off episode. So buckle in as it's time to chat all things 35th anniversary as season two of Ramsey Speak kicks off now. Let's do this. Okay, so first things first, wedding expo is a plenty. A plenty, a plenty with sets a plenty. Oh. How fabulous is this whole uh, white marquee get-up? There are so many extras. There are extras coming out of our asses. There are so many extras. It's just like it's just budget, isn't it? There's budget here. Yeah, it looks great. I'm loving that everybody's got a little stall. Um, there's lots going on. I really like that a lot of the cameras are kind of little steady cam, so it's all kind of at the mm. the level of the characters. So we feel like we're part of the market mm-hmm. and part of what's going on. Um, I don't know if you noticed but i saw that there was a little tim collins pull-up banner for his little uh, legal oh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was great i thought I'm loving great it. so i saw on twitter about all of these easter eggs that were kind of popping up in these specials just a nod to neighbors past we bloody love a nod to neighbors past and tim collins was one of them when i saw it i was like oh this is bloody brilliant the only thing that would have made it better is if tim, tim was, was there wouldn't that have just been a great out, like divorce advice at oh, a wedding fair. At a wedding expo yeah i love it i'm so excited to see all of the easter eggs uh throughout the episodes this week and next week i just think it's just gonna be full-on of just like nods that we can all go like oh my goodness layering 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 like different bits and bobs yeah um really enjoyed susan in her celebrant get up as she always is and uh when we first watched this episode a while ago i was like who the hell is that random person that she's talking to with an english accent Mm. uh obviously did some digging and it is christian o'connell who used to be the breakfast host of virgin radio absolute radio in the uk Mm -hmm. and now hosts um gold 104.3 in melbourne so a nice little nod and if you listen back to the clip we'll play it to you now if you haven't heard it or you didn't really pay attention um you'll notice he gives a little nod to his radio show oh that looks like a lovely venue yeah i've asked the venue to keep the temperature very low for this bit look at that wow that's a that's a very impressive ice sculpture yeah what's a wedding without kissing swans i've got a great deal on it (laughs) Would you like to make a time to discuss my services with you and your partner? Oh, I don't have a partner. Uh, I just thought a prepaid wedding is a great gift to dangle to get one. Yeah, it's sort of like free gift with purchase. It's gold. Hey, let's suppose you're single, are you? <laughs> I love any moment where Susan gives a little, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, she did, like, like a classic, oh, like, oh, Susan Bob of, yeah, like, iconic hair. She just, like, touches the back bit of her hair to be like, oh, my goodness, oh, stop it, single me, no. It was great. I loved so her little great. stall. I love she had one of those little signs where you slide the letters in that was, like, Susan's stall. Like, it was that <laughs> kind of vibe. It was really, really cute. It was, like, your nan baking cakes at, like, a school fete. I just think this whole episode has been... It's so quintessential Neighbours. It's so quintessential, kind of, like, what they sell as being the Australian lifestyle. It was great. The Susan line, so funny, full of comedy. And then we've got Jane, who's being an epic queen. I can't love Jane anymore. Honestly, I just think she's so perfect Neighbours. She just sums up everything Neighbours character should be. And like, oh God, she brings such warmth, love her to pieces. And even better because it's 35th anniversary, we're layering that with Lucy coming back. And then layering that with them being able to reminisce and talk about... 
great memories. How are you feeling about getting married in front of so many strangers? Mm. A little edgy and Mark's having kittens. He's a little concerned about what happened last time. <laughs> yeah, well, my family doesn't have a great track record in marriage, do they? Well, they don't all end badly. Mm. There's me and Mr Kazalian, Dad and Beverly, Paul, oh, too many to mention. Scott and Charlie. Oh, we were awesome bridesmaids, weren't we? We were. <laughs> <laughs> How iconic is it any time that anyone mentions a character in the show, anyone mentions um, Kylie and Jason, you just think like, oh, Scott and Charlie. Jane's got like one of the best authentic links back to that. Yeah. Unlike when it's like a shoehorn of, I know a lot of people were mentioning when Lucy's come back and been chatting to certain ex-cast and it's like, they were never in the show together. Yeah. Um, but actually, you know, Jane has direct links to some of the most iconic legacy characters. Mm. So I think that's a really nice nod. And out of all of the returning guests, for me, Jane brings the most warmth on screen every time i see mm. her i'm like oh this is what neighbors is it's like watching someone ponder around kind of the set you know uh shit stir you know give a bit of gossip cry laugh that is a neighbors character genuinely though nothing has made me happier scene wise than at the moment when we've had um jane's been over at paul and Teresa's house and lucy has been there as well and then you know this week we've seen Paige there and suddenly you're like this is actually what family life is all about you get people come back and visit you for little periods and when Jane's there and everything it just brings back years of history of neighbours all together and it just perfectly works in harmony and it's just spot on and with Lucy back that's obviously brought back Mark as well so they got married in today's episode the first tick of one of our weddings mm -hmm. are we going to get the whole five who knows Fingers crossed. Few dropping out, few adding on. Nice little mention to a uh, Tom a couple that dropped out. Yeah. I think that might be Tom Quill. I think it could be. Mm. Uh, they had some lovely vows. And again, great to see St. Sue's in a celebrant get up. Oh. You and I being reunited was the most amazing serendipity. I've worked and traveled all over the world and I've never met anyone as kind, gentle or authentic as you. I know what I see is what I get, and I love what I see. Lucy, I thought seeing you for the first time in so long would be different. But it wasn't. It was familiar, like it was yesterday. When I look at you, there's no one else in the room. Nothing else matters but you loving me and me loving you. So sweet. And to be honest, Mark for me was a bit of like a dud nobody. But you know what? The scenes were really sweet. Yeah. I, I love that they're quite happily ever after vibe. I loved that Paul and Therese were so involved in the wedding because Paul and Therese are the strongest when they're working together or yeah. against each other. And when they work together, you get those beautiful scenes of them kind of meddling, but doing it as a pair. And it works so well. I mean, yeah, you're not the only one. We've got to be honest. Mark doesn't like, you know, he doesn't stop traffic with how great his performance is. But... <laughs> Seeing Mark and Lucy together, I didn't even watch it at that time in the 90s, but to bring, like, that heritage you story alive, back together... I so, wasn't even blimmin' yeah. alive. Yeah. But to bring that kind of, like, rounded up perfectly and they get married, I think that's really sweet for the 35th year as well to bring that history back is so nice. And actually, the wedding was lovely. And St. Sue's as a celebrant, again, she's oh, bloody brilliant. Honestly, I want to know her rates, because Winnie from Waratah's uh, Weddings, she would want to oh, know... She wants to what's know. What's going on there? She actually, wants weird we haven't seen her at the Wedding Expo after all the promo she gave us for mm. the podcast in season one, weird. Odd. Anyway, um, 
A few other things to mention in this first episode. Paige and Mark are getting much closer and we see, you know, a little bit more is going to start happening there. Well, yeah, they got engaged. They got engaged. Yeah, and like their engagement was just perfect. I think seeing them both back on screen, I don't know if it's because they've come back as guest characters so Mm. they're like, you know, I'm not giving my heart and soul to this character for four years. But they are working so perfectly together. I know they said in interviews that Olympia Valance said, you know, she's going to come back. She wants um, she wants Mark there. Mm. That, she wants that to be the storyline. And I think it works perfectly. The chemistry on screen is so strong. And I just think they bounce off each other so well. And it's really nice because hopefully we're going to see another Brennan brother get his happily ever after. We saw it yeah. with Tyler and Piper. So it's really interesting, actually, that another brother's getting that kind of weird full uh, 360 moment at the end of their mm. career on the show. Um so, yeah, really nice. Really enjoyed the scenes with Sky, mostly because she just looks incredible. Sky, oh my oh, goodness, oh my god, she? Like, incredible. And again, quite enjoyed the scenes with Jane and her, because even though they've never acted together on screen, they are family related. So yeah. um, it's nice to have that kind of weird nod that the audience is supposed to get that, you know, everybody on Neighbours is slightly related. I just think Sky brought for me loads of warmth. She was a character which stood out in my head so much from that era of Neighbours when I was a child. And seeing her back in Erinsborough, I was like, oh my God, it's Sky. I just took me right back in time. I thought it was like spot on. I love seeing her. So much more that's going to be happening this week. We've got at least four more weddings. Mm, well, yeah. We've got a uh, wedding box with a tra- travel ticket in it that apparently has got a bomb inside it yeah which is pretty dramatic i mean we haven't even mentioned the fact that finn has planted a bomb in one of those i know boxes. but also brilliant as well i love that moment where therese um when when the box was opened and they weren't going to the city that therese chose and she was like what i thought you were going to rome like i love that i imagine that's going to be the sort of thing that goes on throughout the week if they've swapped theirs somebody must have swapped somebody else therese picked the, the place with the most coronavirus to send lucy and mark yeah. was basically she wanted to get rid of them um yeah really enjoyed that loved as you mentioned me when we watch it that dramatic pause on the boxes and it's like a heartbeat kind of noise and it's like oh my god is it about to explode is it going to go off and it gives you flashbacks to Sonia and Toadie's wedding when obviously it all exploded in the gazebos at Lasters so I wonder whether that explosion will happen will it be at Lasters again is that like a throwback to again like a bit of an easter egg or is it going to be something completely different who knows at this stage it's I so love early in the game it is so early in the game and I love that these errands for scenes and at the wedding expo were so kind of like calm before the storm like we knew that we were going to get something gritty when we got over to Endgame and in this episode we were kind of like it was just happy 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 and they all packed their bags got into the back of the van for Fitzgerald Motors loved that another nod lovely nod because Scott Major Lucas directs all of the Endgame episodes so really nice to see Mm. that his van is taking them there yeah potentially to their deaths well, to some deaths, maybe. Mm. Uh, no, I loved it. I thought it was great. And I love the fact that, you know, we've got this celebration going on off of the 35th of Ellie in Endgame. And then we've got the celebration at the Expo as well with all of these characters returning. It was just perfect first episode to celebrate such a big achievement of 35 years. Mm. And I think, as you mentioned before to me when we were, we were watching it, is it's really nice to have enough characters to bulk out different scenes where you're not repeating the cast over yeah. and over. Because often when we don't have all these additional characters, you'll see Dippy in Harold's and then Dippy's back on the street with Shane. And then yeah. you'll see, you know, to use Dippy as an example, or you'll have Harlow at school. And then the next scene is Harlow at home with Therese and then Harlow again. Like there's not enough cast. And yeah. actually to have these two really huge storylines going on is kind of how major soaps normally work yeah so it's been really refreshing to see that kind of working again and having two really key narratives running Mm. mentioning two key narratives literally we're going to move on to talk about endgame now 
it has been penned by Finn as the trip of a lifetime. And um, I think let's let's transition into talking about the darker, edgier side of Neighbours. All right, people, let's get the show on the road. Next Woo-hoo! up, Glam City. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> of a lifetime. Well, 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 what do we have here? We have a little Neighbours Late special, I think. I know, (laughs) and it's completely different as well. It feels really different to Neighbours. We've got, you know, it's a late night thing. We've got the opportunity for swearing. I heard there is some swearing. That's what I heard as well. Um, We've got the opportunity for all sorts. And this was such a great episode because this was the one where we set the scene. Yeah. You know, we heard of this deserted island that Pierce has spontaneously bought about a month ago. Yeah. Um, And now we're there. We're there with the glamping. There's random tents. Chloe's mentioned staff helped set it up. Where are the staff? Um, where are the toilet facilities? How do they keep themselves clean? Where are the we're baby in the middle changing? of an outbreak. Where's the crash? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All of these things. But we're there. We're learning about the the island and what they're going to be getting up to. There's going to be fishing. There's beers. There's there's cricket on the beach. There's all sorts of stuff. And this is kind of what we've got so far. And perfect comedy coming from Toadie and from Kyle and from Roxy. I really love them too. And from the minute they landed on the island, I thought it's really interesting. We're kind of getting an offset of the darkness of the episodes in some real fun scenes like this. Mm. Is ours. That one. Fuck up, best bed. Stop. Oh, my. What happens with ladies first? Oh, oh, it's so comfy. Oh, mattress is amazing. They are both the same, you idiot. Besides, I wanted the one closest to the PowerPoint, so thank you very much. Really, really love the setting of the scene. I'm loving the uh, outdoor establishing sets and the, the shots and then seeing the indoor sets of the TPs and, you know, other things that yeah. come on later in the episode. Um Really love also the cutaway uh, shots of when Pierce was playing with the bow and arrow and he drops it and like he looks really muscular and sexy and he like can't do it and Ellie's like wetting herself. It suddenly felt like that real era when the show tried to do teen dramas, but it all kind of was a bit shit. But actually, this is great. They're old enough to have fun, but also some of them are adults and parents. It was like the epitome of when good neighbours become good friends. All of them were just laughing, getting along. They're all kind of roughly similar ages, but some of them not so much. Like Roxy is definitely much younger than 35. Tony's definitely older. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But um, they're just having loads of fun together. And I just, I really enjoyed it. I felt like all all the shots, all the montage bits and everything was just really selling across this idea of like fun paradise, which is so great to like polar against the opposite of, yeah, they're in paradise, but shit me you're about to die like you're about to be like literally almost killed by Finn Mm. or potentially killed so um yeah I really liked it It was completely different um I did question why on earth we've got Asta literally why on earth it it may become clear later in the week is all I'll say um but it's uh it is a weird one why you'd bring your your newborn baby to an island a deserted island with arguably I mean Roxy mentioned a powerpoint a power plug by the the side of her bed uh where that electricity's coming from, who knows? But I'd also question, like... Or phone signal. <laughs> I'd get it maybe if, like, good old Dr Tanaka was there, because then if there was any baby issue, but not even Dr Tanaka or Dr Carl Kennedy. So, you know, just a bit of a nutter for bringing along Asta with her. But I'm, like you said, I'm sure there's reason. I'm sure we'll find out. Um, just need to mention for a quick second, Pierce with the arrow, you said, but can we talk about Pierce with the arrow and his body? And his body. And when he um, he, he uh, tensed his pecs on the montage boat scenes with yeah. B, and that was very funny. And I actually thought, oh, you know what? 
Maybe fun Pierce is when the personality comes out. I'm loving fun Pierce. Yeah. And I like that he's even once or twice been like, you know, just want to text Hendrix. It's like, good for you for being a dad. Yeah, good for you for remembering being what a your hot character dad. traits are. Yeah, love that. Talking of hot dad, <laughs> Hendrix and Harlow... Who we ship. We ship are now on the island. Mm-hmm. They're on the island. Mm-hmm. And they had a very surprise mystery uh, driver to get them there. Harry Sinclair. What the hell? Honestly, how it's the hell did night. he get out of prison? What the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, how the hell did he get um, out of prison? I don't understand it. You know, like, maybe later in the week we'll find Again, out more, is that, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but literally so intrigued. We saw him last week chatting to Finn and he was in prison and suddenly... Not Stroking in prison anymore. Yeah, not in prison anymore. It's like Finn suddenly was like, oh, you stroked my hand, you're free to you're go. Out. Like, I don't really know how he's got there. Intrigued to know what else. Clearly, it's a plan between Harry Sinclair and Finn. Well, yeah, is or Harry involved has Harry in got this it against mega plan? Finn and oh, he's going against him. Oh, yeah. Do, like, who yeah. knows? Yeah, okay, interesting. Really loved that Hendrix and Harlow are going against the others, though. You know, they wanted to go there and have a holiday with the rest of them. But actually, they've gone, do you know what? We're a couple now. We're a young couple. We want to have We're a young couple. Ten. No one knows we're on this deserted island. You know what we should do? We should set up camp away from all the adults because what could go wrong? Mm. I think a dad will be angry with us. The gate crashing. I can handle him. I mean, do we have to join them? We've got all this gear. We could just find a campsite of our own, couldn't we? There, uh, there is a beach on the other side of the island. I guess we could camp there. And you wouldn't mind? No, 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 no. It saves us all the hassle with Dad and everyone. And we can just find them when it's time to hitch a ride home. What do you think? Yeah, sounds perfect. All right. Cool. It's this way. I quite enjoy sexy Harlow. Really? She's very like, oh, sounds perfect. Oh, yeah. Do things to me, Hendrix, in a tent. Oh, my goodness, she's a child. You need to They're just over control 18. yourself. Um, I absolutely love them as a couple. I think they are perfect. Mm, Although I also think, great. you know, you may choose to sleep on the other side of the island, but you are still only the other side of an island away from a pure nutter. Yeah. And this nutter has seriously improved his ability to portray Finn as a character oh when he God, is yeah. a nutter. This is so good. I don't know if it's a mix between the fact that we've got those half slow-mo shots, which really, like, really good, cool directing choice because it really adds to the creepiness of Finn as a character. Um, but also, Rob Mills is absolutely smashing it. Mm. Those face drops, those subtle drops that he does, he's, like, smiling towards B one minute, the next minute and he's looking like away from someone else and drops. it's like dropping, yeah. That bit where he took B on the walk and he was like, come this way, and they turned back to look at Ellie and he kind of gave Ellie a look to be like, don't worry, I'm getting it sorted. Yeah. You read it with his it was, it was like chilling. Yeah. I thought it was so chilling. I thought it was really, really cool. Um, just huge fan. I think he's doing such a good job. Mm. And B is doing a really great job with him as well. Yes. I think everybody together has been paired up in a really good way in this 35th uh, kind of umbrella of episodes. Mm. I feel like everything we're seeing, everyone's scenes together have a value and they seem to make a lot of sense. And sometimes characters are linked into scenes where we're a bit like, eh, why? Eh? This makes a lot of sense. It's great to see Chloe and Ellie back together on scene as well. Like mm. when they were just chopping up veg in that kitchen teepee, you know, and, and they're not quite sure what's going on. Everyone's just paired up right and it makes sense. And I love it. And I think almost maybe it's because because maybe you take on like a feature film approach to making the soap. So because there's so much to fit into this show, they have to pick and choose only the best moments. Maybe that's why we're seeing the strongest bits on screen at the moment. But wherever it is, I think it's so great. And the way that that episode finished... Oh, 
did, know, did anybody expect that? Like, <laughs> if you're listening, were you not just laying there like, again, it's after dark. What the fuck? I <laughs> just, like... I just thought it was so brilliantly done and the performance by B. But then the best bit was, you know, that slow-mo fall backwards. Oh. You thought, like, shit me, this is like... I can't believe he just pushed her down a well. She's obviously broken her back and died. Yeah. That's the end of B. And he had that, like, one glimmer in his eye where yeah. it, it, you kind of thought, no, he's not going to do it. Like, he's not going to do that. And he had that smile when he was looking at her and then he went, bye, B, and just, like, it dropped straight face. Oh. But honestly, I thought, oh, okay, that's B dead then. That's one death She's gone. gone. We've only got two left or whatever it is. Yeah. And then the fact that she was screaming out Finn yeah. and then he's like, sorry, you know, I just want to be with Ellie. You're just in the way. It's like, what the... Like, honestly. I'm really interested to see how that progresses because B is across the other side of the island. Yeah. Hendrix and Harlow are on their own on arguably the other side of the island. Yeah, so the are they that... now near each other? Yeah. Right, so is that going to come to something? And then also from Finn, how is he going to go back to the camp and how are they going to just think that B's left? Yeah, just casually, just, oh, she's just gone, you know. Like didn't, that, didn't want to take any of her stuff. It doesn't make any sense. You know, her sister is having her 35th birthday. Why would she disappear? It's very odd. So we've got all that to come. Uh, the goodbye B moment, I mean, let, let's just listen to it again. Honestly, it's spine tingling. Uh, actually, just stand back a little bit. Some really good lighting just coming through the trees there. Just, uh, just back it up a little bit. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's it, uh, you'll be right. <laughs> You got it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Goodbye, me. Literally incredible. It's the creepy laugh before as well. The one that's like, huh, bye, B. Like, <laughs> and if that's Monday, what the hell have we got to come this week? I know. I hope that everybody listening to this podcast is like, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited. I just need to know what's going on. I just think for a for a celebration 35th week, this is just, it is keeping me on the edge of my seat. I'm super stoked by the whole thing. Yeah, it's been amazing. We've still got more weddings to come, more deaths. Can I just have a little update on our wedding and death uh, number number cruncher, please? We've got four weddings to come and, you know, who knows, B could die. But True. She, currently she's still alive. So there's three deaths. Oh, fantastic. So much drama still to come who will survive uh, i've been really enjoying reading online everybody's uh concepts of who they think is mm, gonna die yeah. because i haven't seen i don't think i've seen anyone get it right yet yeah and i mean there was that live uh on the neighbor's instagram yesterday um when they were rob mills was doing it and then i saw people commenting underneath being like oh well, obviously he's still on the show so he can't mm. die so we've got three other people gonna die so honestly could he be yeah, could he be a fourth that's later down the line or could he not die at all? Yeah. Yeah, that could really change things. Uh, we are going to be back tomorrow, same time, same place. We're going to be wherever you are. Creepy, I know. We're a bit like Finn Kelly these days. Uh, please, please, please let us know what you thought of episode one and late episode one over on Twitter. We're going to be chatting away now. Uh, come and join us. And please, if you know anybody who's watching Endgame, tell them to come and listen to these exclusive episodes. We'd love them to come and join Ramsey Speak. So until tomorrow, oh. keep watching Neighbours and we'll see you then. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.